0: Hi, I'm Jacob.
1: And I'm Jessica.
0: Welcome to It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes.
1: Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out.
0: Who was right.
1: Who was wrong.
0: And who is dead. (laughs) Jessica, I have to share two things before we begin today's episode in earnest. The first thing I have to share with our listeners, you of course already know this, is that I'm getting over about with COVID.
1: Yay. Uh, I mean
0: the getting over bad. part. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. whatever <laughs> it, anyway, yeah. I had got I got a little cocky. I got a little cocky. It's oh. been it's been however many years in, you had gotten it twice, I hadn't gotten it all. I was like, yeah. I'm fine, I don't have to worry about it. Turns out I probably should have masked up when I went to that Peter Gabriel concert. Oh yes. Ooh, yeah. I just for anyone out there not a fan, not a fan of the COVID. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it turns out it's not good.
1: Yeah, yeah, unpleasant.
0: Unpleasant. Unpleasant is a way to describe COVID. So, anyways, I still have a sore throat and a little. So I'm a little you deeper do? than normal, and I still have a little bit of a sore oh. throat when I talk a lot. Okay. I have so, and, I, and I'm going to be talking a lot. Well, maybe I won't. Maybe you know what? Maybe this will be the this will be the Jessica episode of the podcast where I just <gasps> mm hmm. Mm, I oh. I
1: think I do a lot of yapping. <laughs> I I think in general there's a lot of talking on my part. So, yeah, no, please continue. Great. I will use, this, I will use that time to
0: rest. Okay. There you yes. go. There enough. Okay. The second thing I will mm-hmm. have to reveal is that as far as I know, and granted, I don't know a whole lot. But as far as I know, I am the only one ever in the history of Shakespeareana. Mm-hmm. I am the only one, as far as I know, to ever play Laertes in a sword fight wearing pink sweatpants.
1: What? <laughs>
0: What? As far as I know, I don't remember this at all. It was my freshman year at Wittenberg, which, by the way, yes, we're talking about Hamlet. I went to a school named Wittenberg. Lots, <laughs> which is lots of Hamlet laughs. School. Yes, Hamlet school. school. Lots okay. of laughs when. So I was doing a student production of Hamlet as my freshman year. The student's senior year, he decided he wanted to play Hamlet. He deserved to. He was a great actor. Daniel was So this, this person. was a
1: senior project?
0: This was a senior project. Oh, he went on. Wow. He played Hamlet. Uh, he went on to have like a career in Mexican soap operas. So like oh, good nice. for him. Anyways, but yes, I was cast as Laertes. This is back before like everybody had a camera on them at all times. And it was a student production. So there weren't any photos of this. So there are no photos of me in this as far as I remember. But I had a girlfriend many years later, who would remind me that she loved watching me come on for this dueling scene wearing my pink sweatpants. Did you... Oh, wait.
1: You owned these?
0: I don't know. I don't remember ever owning a pair of pink sweatpants. But somehow, for this role, I had a pair of tight pink sweatpants. Oh, and they were tight? They were tight, apparently. So, yes. Tight pink sweatpants as I dueled to the death with Hamlet.
1: Wait. Okay. Laertes is...
0: Ophelia's brother.
1: Okay. Who's... Fighting for his okay, who's the guy who comes back into town and finds everybody dead?
0: Oh no, that's not Laertes. That is so. Horatio is the last man in the court who's alive, and like, he hears Hamlet come in, and then it's Fortinbras who stage who who comes comes back in
1: and is like, "What the heck happened here?"
0: Exactly, but he doesn't come back in. It's the first time you actually meet him. He's oh. talked about all the time off stage, and then he comes on. He's like, it's the whole foil to Hamlet. Like Hamlet's plagued by indecision and goes back and forth, can't do anything. Whereas Fortinbras, meanwhile, is like out there, like literally conquering the world. So oh. that's that's that little foil happening right there.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So he comes. Okay, so Laertes, yes, Laertes is, is Ophelia's, Ophelia's brother. brother, and who's the the guy who is killed in the curtain the dad who gives that great speech polonius polonius yes. and he that's polonius that's is his son, clarity's father
0: ophelia's older brother mm-hmm. yes he's very angry with hamlet and so they duel
1: yeah and you did it in pink swing. wow yeah,
0: i've just i've just opened up a open up a door in your brain you didn't know existed yes, you're like Let's... i'm
1: thinking about it right now i'm <laughs> like oh yeah yeah okay Whoa. Well, this episode,
0: though, we are watching Shakespeare and Hathaway. Yes. Season one, episode seven or eight. I forget. This is eight. Episode eight. What is yes. the title?
1: So this is called The Chameleon's Dish.
0: Yes. And this is why we are talking about Hamlet.
1: Yes.
0: Because The Chameleon's Dish is a line from Hamlet. It is right before the mousetrap scene the when um, Hamlet has the players playing the play to catch Claudius in a lie. And what is the whole quote here? Read this. The whole quote:
1: "Excellent in faith of the chameleon's dish, I eat the air of promise crammed. You cannot feed capons so." It's Act Three, Scene Two, as you say, right before the,
0: the right before the play climactic the play.
1: play. Yeah. yeah, the the Claudius is walking on, stepfather and and Gertrude are walking on to watch the play, and they're like, and in Claudius says, "How are you, Hamlet?" and well, he doesn't say how are you. He says
0: how fair you. How fair you. Which th- 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 yes, Hamlet taking as all the puns that he possibly can. He's like he how fair you, which he takes to mean how is like how is your food, what is your fare. So mm. he says he eats the air like a chameleon because at this point in time, I'm here to tell you people, the 1600s wacky time, wacky time. They thought the chameleon ate only air. Yeah. So. How fare you? I am doing well, like a chameleon. I eat only the air, which is full of wishes, which is great because he's not like the capon, which is f- stuffed with promises. Capon, a uh, neutered rooster, which people would like force feed to like get better food off. So basically, what he's saying is like I've got wishes, but you're not gonna you're not gonna feed me and then kill me to the slaughter. So there's lots of weird meanings going on. Well, in
1: this. excellent in faith of the chameleon's dish, I eat the air, but air. When you hear it, this is a homonym, Right, heir for A-I-R or H-E-I-R, which he is right. the heir to the throne, but he is not getting the throne because of Claudius. And then also, I eat the heir, promise crammed. Meaning, like, prom, I I was promised, prom- he's been promised the throne. And Claudius
0: himself has said that he will be still, is still the heir.
1: Yeah. And he says, you cannot feed Capon so. So he's saying, I, he might also be saying, I am a neutered,
0: you don't have to fear me, basically.
1: Cock and no, he's, it's a threat. You cannot feed Capon so. Mm. He is a, he is a he's saying, I am a capon and you cannot feed me. I cannot be fattened with air.
0: All right. I cannot be fattened and then slaughtered with, with air and these wishes. With these
1: threatens and yeah, these threats, these wishes for becoming king. So Yes. So yeah. Big, interesting. But again,
0: again, this quote, show deals in resonances, not like yes. exact plots. Yes, so yeah. otherwise everybody dies.
1: You want to talk about the characters <laughs> yes, please. in this? Yeah. So the The lead guest star is Chance Perdomo, and he is, or sorry, there's Great no name. R, Perdomo.
0: Chance Perdomo? Yeah. That is just an excellent name, Chance.
1: Yeah. His character is named Hamish Kingly. Okay, so sure. So Kingly.
0: And Hamish, so Hamlet. And yeah, yeah. Hamlet
1: the king-ish. Chizzy Akudulu plays Sandra Kingly who is, I think we're to understand it's his mother. I'll read you the log mm-hmm. line in a sec. Then there's Paul Thornley, who is playing a character named Rex Olson. Joanne Knowles is playing a character named Polly Rattle. And then that character has a daughter, Fer, played by Fern Deacon, who... Again, is, great name. Yeah. that Chance, I mean, that's her Fern. human no, name. No, I know. That's what I'm actor saying. Name. and then But her character's name is Lily Rattle.
0: Ophelia Lilia. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So, interesting stuff there. The, so here's the log line. Is this,
0: is this the here's IMDb your... like going to tell us everything log line or is this the like, this is shortened to the point log line? And are uh... you,
1: uh, do you want me to read the I mean, there's some pre-cheating, I guess.
0: Just give me whatever log line you like best.
1: Okay. Student Hamish Kingley, as we said, played mm-hmm. by chance, tells the detectives that he has had a premonition of a murder at the retreat run by his mother, Sandra, and stepfather, Rex. So Lou and Frank, Frank sign up for the weekend. And then there's more. If we want to leave it at that. Let's leave it at that.
0: Let's leave it at that. That seems that seems to pretty much do it.
1: Okay. All right.
0: You of course have done your pre cheating I read the rest of it.
1: Just kind of briefly. I'm going to I'm
0: going to I'm going to keep this a sacred space for myself. I'm going I'm going to make sure that I honor and obey the kind of like the spirit of this podcast. Oh. And I'm going to go in knowing absolutely nothing because I think that that is the one true way to experience Jeez. this show. So, you know, you do your pre-cheating if you want, but just know that I am much more noble over here. Right. Uh-oh. So just be aware. Fine. Much more noble.
1: Give this guy the <laughs> the orb and scepter, <laughs> the crown. Yes,
0: please. <laughs> Don't make me. Don't make me put on a fake podcast within a podcast to show <laughs> how much I think you're cheating here.
1: The crime. We'll, we'll, we'll the put crime in some that, of, that we'll is Jessica some, we'll, doing we'll, reading. We'll, we'll have
0: a true crime podcast within our fake crime podcast to catch you in a true crime. It'll Whether. be great.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, what else should I tell you? I think that's it. Well, so
0: tell me who is who is playing Hamish.
1: Oh, okay. So chance. Perdomo is playing is playing Hamish, and he's a British-American actor. He was born in America and then moved to Britain with his mother when he was four. He is currently best known for his role on The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, his character, Ooh, Ambrose Spellman, was written for him by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa after he auditioned for Riverdale but didn't get the role for Jughead. And yet Roberto was, also the show loved him for, and, yeah, for Riverdale. Riverdale. And so he, he liked him so much, he wrote him this role. So, and he got his start, Chance got his start mm-hmm. in TV on a show called Heady Feather. And again, with the great name, I know, I know every person in this show. Well, not the director or the writer, but the, ga- um, the guest, stars. all the guest stars have been on this show. <laughs> Hetty Feather and I. So I was like, all righty, I love- what is this show?
0: OK, tell us. Tell us about this show. So is this another a- mystery?
1: I don't think so. It sounds more like. A sort of slice of life. Anyway, okay. here. Okay. It's a BBC show set in 1887 Victorian era London. Hetty and her foster brother Gideon are forced to return to the foundling hospital where she was abandoned by her mother as a baby. Hetty and her friends hate the Iron Fist regime of matron Bottomley and gang leader Sheila. Hetty yearns gang to Gang leader escape. Sheila. <laughs> okay. And she wants to search for her mother. So, Who wouldn't? Uh, right. I mean, especially let's you know this is Victorian sort of
0: like, orphans. Yes, yeah. please let yeah, me find my mom. It's a knock
1: life for sure when you're in Victorian yeah. London. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what happened even worse in a than the Great Depression. Hospital. Yeah. If they put you to to work in workhouses or at least like I don't know. Anyway, um, so everybody has been on this show. And Chance, his first TV guest star was one episode of that show. He is currently on a show called Gen V.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Um,
1: yeah, and he is... hes
0: off of The Boys on Amazon, Prime. Yeah.
1: Another actor on this show, if you don't mind me transitioning, is Chizzy Akudolu, who I said she's playing Sandra Kingley. And she was on 209 episodes of Holby City playing Surgeon Mo Efanga. If I'm saying that, saying that name correctly, she got her start in 2002 as one of eight new comedy performers who won the BBC Talent Initiative. Wait, she
0: went from comedy to surgery. Great. Love that well, arc.
1: A surgery surgeon in well, we Moby City. I know.
0: We've got MASH here. We get it. Like she's yeah, cracking yeah. jokes while she's sewing people up. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And she has done a lot of comedy. She was on Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret. She was in Betweeners. And she's, but she's also done, you know, Casualty, Heady Feather, Heady Feather, Death in Paradise, Silent Witness. She has a brown belt in karate. Ooh, good this for her. This is like her profile picture on imdb is like her doing a kick nice so i you know in heels so anyway it's a very it's a cool picture very badass shoes she's wearing or fun fun colorful but awesome she looks badass
0: and who is she Um, playing
1: again she's playing sandra kingley who i think is the the uh, mother of
0: hamish Okay, yeah the mother of
1: hamish yeah and she's been on a bunch of different celebrity game shows and celebrity fundraiser game shows then there is paul thornley who is playing Rex Olson, the stepfather of mm-hmm. Hamish, and Paul? In 2016, Paul played Ron Weasley in the original London cast of *Harry Potter and the Cursed Child*. Mm, and Spelly then he, yeah, and then he reprised his role on Broadway in 2018. He does a lot. He must have a really awesome voice. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> because he um, better
0: than mine. <laughs>
1: i'm not saying i'm not saying i mean he played ron weasley i don't anyway anyway he has done a lot of narration in video games including the latest diablo he was also a character in the witcher 3 video game he was the major protagonist in xenoblade he was also in lego marvel sorry lego (laughs) lego marvel superheroes 2 etc 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 he narrated a series called britain's busiest airport Heathrow. <laughs> at least two episodes <laughs> at of least, whatever at le- that was. At least <laughs>
0: two episodes of... Britain's busiest airport. We yes. always kind of the Brits for some random, very boring documentaries.
1: Yes, yeah. He basic interesting, he basically got his start on Midsummer Murders. Oh, okay. Yeah. He after after playing his real start on TV, which was, which was a TV series called Alibi, and he played a police constable. He plays a lot of police constables and detectives on shows. Know your type. Yeah, he was on Foil's War, The Bill, mm. Poirot, Doctors, Holby City, Father Brown, Agatha Raisin, Silent Witness, Lockwood,
0: Heady Feather and Co.,
1: The Nevers. Oh, you know what? Oh, he might be the only one who wasn't on Heady Feather. Oh, I don't have it. that. Yeah, but he was in the 2012 Les Mis movie oh. playing a constable.
0: <laughs> Good job, of constable.
1: Yeah. Also, Joanne Knowles plays Polly Rattle, who from my pre-cheating I think is Hamish's psychologist. Okay. And uh she Oh,
0: Polly Polonius. Okay, oh, sure. A little gender you're swapping right.
1: there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Totally. She has been working since 1984. She has had guest stars and recurring roles on Coronation Street, Emmerdale, ne- Farms. Neither a guest
0: star nor a recurring role B.
1: Oh. <laughs> A Polonius quote, yes. thank you. Thank you. She's also on The Bill, Waterloo Road, Doctors, Holby City, Casualty, Young Dracula. She played Mina uh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing, thank you, yes. on Young Dracula. She starred on a show called Mile High, which is about flight attendants.
0: It's about flight attendants. Beep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she was on Heady Feather, of course. Lovely. And then we have Fern Deacon, who plays Lily Rattle.
0: Great, Ophelia
1: yes. Yeah, she is Polly Rattle's daughter. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Her career kicked off in 2010. She was 12 years old. She was on Doctor Who, Father Brown, Call the Midwife, Penny Dreadful, Harlots, Doctors, Casualty. She was a regular on Heady Feather. She currently co-stars on a contemporary drama called Ackley Bridge, set around a diverse Yorkshire school. And she was in the latest Disney incarnation of Black Beauty playing one of the villains, Georgiana Winthrop. That um, is a
0: great girl villain name. Isn't it? Georgiana I had to look it up Winthrop.
1: because I was like, I don't – who is that character? That name is just way just, too – It's all
0: kind of sneaky up front and throp yeah. at the end. It's yeah. just like, oh, ooh, you know she's just going to be a yeah. baddie.
1: She's a baddie rich girl.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. And she was also in a show, you'll like this name, The Secret of Crickley Hall. Oh my God, the names on this show. Which starred Tom Ellis. It's probably a a good Halloween movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which I would like to catch at filming. We are, or filming, recording. We are prior to Halloween. So I'm going to go looking for this and see if I can find it somewhere. And then we have an actor, Malcolm Attebra, who he has different credits, including writing. For a show called New School Life. He was on Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, Death in Paradise, Intergalactic, as well as some small films and shorts. And he plays a character, Uzoma Olapato. Okay, then. Yeah. So we've got a, And then, oh, I forgot to talk about... The director and the writer of this. So I I do want to say the writer for this episode is Nicola Wilson. She writes for theater, radio, and television. She went to the BBC Writers Academy in two thousand nineteen, or sorry, two thousand nine. Do you
0: suppose you have to march at the Writers Academy? Like you like like. I
1: think you have to write a lot of lines. A
0: lot of lines. So it's no marching. It's it's just. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) She so she's written for a lot of continuing drama, as one might expect from the Writers Academy. She has written for Holby City, EastEnders, Casualty, Father Brown, Call the Midwife, The Good Karma Hospital. She had a play called Plaques and Tangles, which has been translated and performed in multiple countries. She has other notable plays, shorts, and radio dramas produced. And before, prior to writing, she was a literary manager at the Bush Theater in 2001 to 2005. And she was the senior reader at the National Theater before that. So then we have director... Robert Signey, he's written two episodes of Shakespeare and Hathaway. So his career, I just wanted to mention. Please. Is very interesting to me because he has really spanned genres from cozy mystery to crime dramas to comedy to children's <laughs> things. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So he – oh, and romance. Um, sure. Why not? So, okay. He got his start in 1988 – Directing thirty nine episodes, all thirty nine episodes, really, of a children's show for preschoolers. No, <laughs> called "Tickle on the Tum."
0: I'm sorry. What?
1: Yeah, I'm so weirded out by this. But it was 1988. So what are you going to do?
0: There were so many good names in this in this episode up until now. Tickle on, on the, the tum. tum.
1: Yeah, it's described for kids as a show. Ralph McTell. Sings songs while the guests read stories about Tickle on the Tum, which turns out to be the village where the show is set.
0: And Tum is a river, I'm assuming, then?
1: Tickle. Oh, you're right. Okay, that's probably
0: tickle on the tummy. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them that they're trying to be cute, but out of context, yeah. that's not like that's yeah. British shows of the eighties. Tickle on, on the, the tum. tummy. Yes. No, right? no. I know. I but, get it. Yes. But, yeah.
1: But weird and weird.
0: Again, out of context. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I. I again, Mister Rogers for the wind.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. So Richard Signy. His other credits include the chelsea detective he was a lead director on death or one of them on death in paradise he directed 16 episodes of that he's directed on doctors holby city the bill silent witness footballer wives ooh he's also directed on coronation street he directed on peak practice which was, he was a yeah he directed on peak practice which was a show we talked about Or kind of early on, like one of our first seasons. Um, He was one of the lead directors on Monarch of the Glen, which is a highly talked about in the U.S. show.
0: Really? Yeah. Highly talked about.
1: Comedy, drama, romance. It, a star. OK. here's the it's kind of like the bear meets every other romance <laughs> you've ever read about. So the logline is Archie McDonald, a young restaurateur, is called back to his child home of Glen Bogle. Bogle. Thank you, Glenn Bogle, where he is told he is the new Laird of Ooh. Glenn Bogle. Yeah. so,
0: Restaurant tour turned re- laird
1: yeah so the bear meets every romance novel
0: the bear meets downton abbey
1: yeah yeah which julian fellows was one of the guest stars on
0: on the monarch on the... of
1: the glen all right so this is also so julian fellows
0: is like i'm just gonna pick this up and run with it yes. thank you very yeah. much well
1: that was kind of his corner on the market he he has played a lot of that yeah yeah. He actually, IMDb says that Julian Fellows is known for Gosford Park. And I was like, no offense to Gosford Park, but I'm sorry. Julian Fellows is known for, for Downton, Downton Abbey. Abbey. That's what he's doing. All known the for. movies, all the TV shows. He has probably, I mean, he's got to be I've made like so much money. Oh, like, he's
0: made both those. Hundreds of, money of
1: millions. Yeah. So, so yeah, Richard Signy, all his career, all over the place. I'm excited because that means that maybe this episode will also, like, have a lot of different. You know, I'm just elements. interested. I'm
0: just interested to see what they're snacking on this episode. Oh my gosh, you're so right. There's, there should be some good New Age Do snacks you in this to make episode. Some guesses? No, I think New Age. Wait, on. Why New Age. There's it's some new. It's some fancy schmancy retreat that I'm sure Frank is going to oh. be have a be a sourpuss all about so some like psychologist fancy schmancy we
1: have weird retreats like that here in the u.s are you kidding me okay
0: we have like we have est we have like camp ayahuasca which apparently everyone that is
1: not a thing i made that up
0: no i know we made it up but tell me how many people you know have actually gone off and done these like ayahuasca retreats
1: okay these right. are these you're are right these stupid
0: here. retreats that are like we're going to expand our mind and yeah. do, yes what yeah. is
1: it in Fleabag? bag they go to like some women's they go to a retre- silent retreat yes a for silent a women's retreat and then the men are out in the having yes. their their opposite end of the retreat center retreat yeah yeah there's probably that here in the US somewhere
0: gotta be
1: we're just so well like the Mego resort what's the one esalen
0: esalen yeah that's up the up the yeah. coast yeah
1: and then there are religious retreats oh, everywhere oh yeah
0: 100% religious retreats everywhere
1: uh yeah okay yeah, so yes. we do have our we, own little yes of L- weird weirdness where you can go for a weekend.
0: Besides all the whole, like, mid, mid, multi-level, mid-level, whatever that's called, multi-level marketing, like, weekends where they want you to, like, come away for the weekend and really get psyched up about selling our do bond. Do do that? Oh, yeah. Like, I kinda oh. tell. Like, yes, Avon. Arbon Herbal Life, all of them have their own like
1: oh. come away
0: for the weekend. and Let's get you pumped up and like oh sell you more things. I didn't
1: want to. I don't want to sell anything, but I don't mind going to a weird weekend retreat. <laughs> just, just slip
0: in and just be like, yes, please. Tell me all about this. Yeah. Oh, good motivational speech. I'm going to take that down. Yes, I'll take that. Last. hmm mm-hmm. Ooh, good quote of Tr- Winston Churchill. Very nicely done. Well, yeah. bravo. <laughs> never, bravo. <Yeah>. never <laughs> give up.
1: <laughs> well, okay. Should we give up on this? Yeah. Let's <laughs> intro? give up. Let's give. Up On the the intro, here we go. Let's find
0: out what we're gonna see. All right,
1: see you in a second. See you soon.
0: So, I have a question for you. Okay, do you think that it is the Pilgrim's fault or that it is Ralph Waldo Emerson's fault?
1: I do not know what you are referring (laughs) to.
0: I didn't think you would. (laughs) That's a little bit out of left field there. Why do you think the Brits like really, like, think all Americans are prats. They have thought that we are dorks for a really long time. Do you think it started with, like, the pilgrims and the pilgrims being all like, no, I must do this weird, like, worship thing then like, be, like, too, like, sanctimonious? Or was it, like, Ralph Waldo Emerson and his transcendentalism, where it's just like, yes, God is everywhere in nature and lovely (laughs) and, like,
1: (laughs) like, where do you think... God is everywhere, man. Man." Exactly.
0: Like... (laughs) where When do you think the Brits were like, "Oh, these Americans are just over the top?
1: Well, I mean, you make a i mean i I think your last point is more connected to this episode, but I mean, if you're really asking me, <laughs> I think your first epi- your first deposition is probably closer to the truth, seeing as how they were like, Please, please leave, leave, please leave, <laughs> you are
0: crazy, please leave, please get out, please,
1: yeah, you're you're shutting down our theaters." Please leave. (laughs) We have no entertainment because of you. Leave. Please leave. leave.
0: Please leave. We will. We would much rather have some theater than some weird. Yes.
1: Yeah. And then we are very. And then we're known for like our emotional films and our. uh, Oh yes, there is no stiff. There is no stiff upper
0: lip. We are. We are definitely like the histrionic cousins.
1: Yes, we are. Yes, we are all drama. Yeah. I mean. Yeah.
0: I mean, although don't get me wrong, like Wuthering Heights, like, come on, the Brits know how oh, to get history on it. For
1: sure. I mean, Shakespeare. Yeah. Case in point.
0: Yeah. The point, my point is, is that man, they are leaning hard into like making fun of like new age spiritualism in this.
1: I really feel like they could go even further, though, to be honest. I
0: I agree. I I feel like like
1: they're walking a line and I feel like just step over it. Just
0: step over it. Just go. Just like, just go a little crazy. Like, yeah. Do all the craziness you want here. I mean,
1: Fleabag like goes there and I feel like why not
0: this wants to go there yeah it does so, so frank and luella do end up at a silent retreat on yes
1: this. let's <laughs> talk hilarious. about what. let's
0: talk about what happens in this so it starts with a little bit of a dream sequence there is a young boy he's in a room there's lots of like stuffed animals and such on the wall he picks on like in the cupboard and shelves of his room he like stars like one of those little star projectors throwing light everywhere he wakes up he's having a nightmare He grabs a stuffed animal, walks downstairs, sees somebody dead on the floor, loses his shit. And this is when it pops back to normal time. Instead of this like six-year-old boy, it is now this like young adult teenager having a horrible reaction to something that he's seen. This is Hamish. He has seen the dead body of his mother, but his mother immediately comes in and tries to calm him down. And
1: and his mother is wearing a robe, which is what we saw on the dead body on the ground. Yes. So we, he says, "I saw you dead," and she's like, "But I'm not.
0: I'm right here. I'm right here." And she like meant she tries to get him to like look. look you know, sometimes bad dreams happen. They're just clouds in the sky. Just like let it go by for a second. And they're treat- She's treating him, and then his stepfather comes in and says look I, son I, and he's like you're not my dad but they're both treating him they're both treating Hamish as if he is developmentally disabled yeah um, then they have the title sequence we kept going because there wasn't actually a crime dream crimes are not actual crimes right anyways Hamish goes to Frank and Luella gets them to watch over him over the weekend at this silent retreat that is going yeah, to Yeah, go because
1: he this. has a premonition that he's going to that he's going to murder somebody and it is going to happen this weekend. And
0: and there's a great info dump about, yes. so you're this, he's 18 years old, you're he's 18 years old, he's studying at college, he wants to be a veterinarian, he st- stopped seeing the counselor, at sc- he has a counselor at school, which he mentions that he had to stop seeing. You recently broke up with your girlfriend, like all of those, like boom, 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 all this yeah. information. It's great info dump. And
1: he has dreams, he says, yes. that are premonitions or they're just really scary and, yeah, they're just really scary he thinks something
0: has happened or has happened in the past or might happen in the future something in but the he past, did yeah but he doesn't know but about he killed it. somebody a long time ago or he might mm. not have and it's yes it's all very confusing and they're looking at him like yeah. he's crazy but he's like hey his trust fund just matured his trust fund just matured oh
1: he has a trust interesting
0: fund. i forgot yeah, about me that me too in any event so his trust fund just matured so he writes a blank check to frank and luella which sebastian very Very kindly and And quickly, just like I'm going to take this away from you, from Frank, who's like, ah, like no, 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 I'll drop the paperwork. So they go to this retreat. At the retreat, it is a hoot. They're looking for like they roll out of their car and up to this up to this retreat. And Luella, of course, has this like huge, big pink plastic piece of luggage with all of her things in it. And Frank is carrying a plastic bag. From not even from Harrods, like it's a like oh. a manger <laughs> plastic bag or something with his clothes for the weekend. Marks in and it. Spencer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they get there, but they're like looking forward to the luxury, and then they find out it's an it's an all outdoor weekend where they yeah will be foraging well, for their food.
1: They say that, but it's they're glamping tents.
0: Mm, she says glamping. I say just like big. Cottage.
1: They're. Called yurts.
0: Yes, that's the word. Yes, they have, they have yurts out there. So I don't know how glamping it is, but
1: but Hamish has secured them indoor spots. But they're right. like dorm rooms, basically. Yeah,
0: and they get to share it because they're on a honeymoon.
1: Yeah, together. and they're supposedly in recovery. Yes, he's <laughs> made up all these details has, for them. Just like Hamlet. incredibly
0: elaborate. Yes.
1: Yeah, but... but he doesn't say their names. Does he? That he made up no. names for them? Because no, we're... he did.
0: He says that he, does... he does say that they're Rosie and Rosie.
1: Gilder. Oh, <laughs> just like. Yeah, Rosenblum just like her, Hamlet. Yes. Yeah,
0: um, but they also happen to meet when they're checking into this whole, old, old when they're checking into this whole shebang. They meet Polly, um, and her daughter Lily. Lily, who is like super, Lily has lied to her mother Polly that she's going to do some science thing, and instead, what she meant was that she wanted to come to this weekend retreat.
1: Yes, she there went, are all these eighteen-year-olds at this silent retreat yes. for like, I mean,
0: adults. Well, a lot. There's three. There's I, Hamish, his best friend Uzuma, and Lily. Yeah. Lily, who just wants to get back together with Hamish.
1: Yeah. And I, I went, because I went to a Catholic school for mm-hmm. college. And so we did go on retreats. But I'm pretty sure that was like your sophomore or your junior year. And it was like with a bunch of other college yeah. students. It wasn't with a bunch of adults in recovery.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Lily is over her mother. Her mother yes. apparently has done something horrible. And Lily is says that after this weekend, she's leaving. um, And she's going to go live with her father and like the chipmunk, I think is what she says. Like, yeah, go the father and the chipmunk
1: It's probably a, a lady who You're has right. a very high voice. And maybe cheeks, big cheeks sounded like the father lived in America. Did you hear
0: that? i don't I don't know about America, but it's clearly someplace else. like she's she's leaving is what this comes down to.
1: yeah, I bet it's an American. <laughs> it's the mother it's or step right. stepmother, other lady, other lady of the father, <laughs>
0: right. At this point, Hamish's mother steps up on a hay bale and says, "Welcome to the Silent Retreat. Let's all give out like one final, like primal scream to like release our energy and not talk anymore." So they do that. It's a lot of fun watching them, like watching a lot of Brits, especially Frank and Luella, look very uncomfortable, like vocalizing. Yeah. <laughs> they cut from from this welcome and primal scream. They go talk to about wrapping their senses around a raisin. Which,
1: oh, <laughs> that was such a great scene. Great
0: little bit where like everyone's like, "Smell your raisin," and like Frank's raisin goes like up his nose and he like (laughs) it's great he like kind of like forces it out and like hits luella in her face she has no idea where it's been and then there's a dancing sequence. They all go outside to do some, like, silent dancing. Rex is, like, just dancing around. Like, everyone's just like, dance it out, brush it out, brush all your anger and fear out. Everybody looks so cold it in these It looks so scenes. cold in this scene. Like Everybody <laughs> outdoors just looks so, so they're cold. They're
1: wearing their normal, like, overcoat, woolen yeah. like, overcoats. Like, they're, like, dancing and... it
0: out. And, like, they should be sweating. But they're like, oh, my God, this is so cold. This is so cold right now.
1: Yeah, I would really like my scarf to be around my head and my cold, cold ears. And I wonder if that's why they had to go inside
0: for the next scene, which was them painting. Oh. It's like, like we, <laughs> yes. can't keep, we can't keep these actors outside all day. We got to get them inside. So they, yeah. there's a scene where they paint. And, and tell me the mother's name again.
1: Uh, Sandra.
0: Sandra is like, paint what your inner child needs to finish their journey to become an adult. So like Luella wants... A cupcake. Hamish's friend Zuma, who is here, is painting what looks to be a picture of Polly, Lily's mother, with like this snake coming out of her mouth. Yeah. Lily is painting this weird abstract vision of like all these eyes and clouds with like and birds lips. and lips and spiders. A spider. And um Hamish himself is like painting a picture of himself with like his chest ripped Beautiful open and his heart like painting in the mo- of yeah. himself. He's clearly bearing his solstice, but his mother is not. Pleased with this, Yeah. Um, and.
1: Or she seems sort of. She seems
0: disturbed by it. She's just the, not happy with she this. She pauses.
1: This. I don't know. That yeah. she. I don't know. I had a weird, a feeling that she just sort of stared at it and was like, okay.
0: Right. But this is why I think this is where all of my, like, guess is going to come oh, from. Oh, okay. From this scene. That's why I want to do that. But yes, you're right. They do this after the artwork. They go to, they go to sleep. They wake up and Luella is high as a kite. She is like tripping balls. She was,
1: and they were supposed to take turns watching Hamish, right? And Frank t- took the first turn, and Luella was supposed to get go to sleep. And so when Frank wakes up and Luella's waking him up, she was supposed to take her turn the watching second watch. Hamish, second did. watch. But she drank one of his or some tea that was set out for Hamish right. by his mother. And it turns out it's full of mushrooms full and of she mushroom. is tripping balls. Yeah, she as is high say. as a kite. And it's yeah. like,
0: look at all the color, pretty colors coming off of she's Frank. Like,
1: Frank, your nose is beautiful. Yes. I never noticed. So
0: Frank goes out to investigate and find the mother. But instead of finding the mother, he finds DSI Marlowe and the body of Polly strangled in a car where she was going to spend the night waiting for Lily to realize that she was making a mistake
1: yeah and she had written a letter to lily right she's saying the... like it's some explanation of maybe cuz there was something. there was some big There's some there was secret. a huge
0: there was a she has some secret that the whole town knows about There was this big scene in the evening where she came in and made a great big disturbance and everybody wanted her to go. But she's like, Hamish, we have to start therapy again. But Sandra was like, no, no, you are not going anywhere near her. And like she's apparently ruined. Polly has apparently ruined her reputation, done something very horrible that we don't know about. And she ends up dead the next morning. So there you go. Polly's dead, who did it? And the reason I focused on the art is because I think Izumo did it.
1: Oh, okay. I do because
0: Azuma is like azuma is clearly attracted to older ladies. Yeah. He um keeps he's, hitting he keeps Luella. hitting on Luella all the time. Like it's just like, hey, baby. And like in a kind of weirdly aggressive way. And Luella, mm-hmm. like Luella's trying to like keep him at an arm's distance, but he's hitting on her hardcore. And his like picture is a painting of a woman who looks like polly with this like evil snake coming out of her mouth so like lies and all that kind of stuff so i think and polly has had some kind of like again she's done something horrible Mm. um and she's like wrecked her reputation so much that lily doesn't want to live with her that her career is ruined that sandra and rex don't want hamish going mixed up up with her and they said something about how she's like incredibly promiscuous like yeah. they said something about how she's a prostitute or something. Oh,
1: somebody said that. I don't know about a prostitute, I that. but there was but somebody there was says, calls her a nympho.
0: That's what it is. That's what it is. Somebody calls her a nymphomaniac. So I think that she was sleeping around and maybe slept around with some students or some people she shouldn't have, like her patients. And maybe one of her patients was also Uzuma, but Azuma wanted it to keep going on and when she turned him down again or when he found out that like somehow his secret was going to come out he killed her to avoid that from coming out or to get revenge but i think Azumo did it to like just kind of shut down his involvement with polly that's what i think is going on
1: here in this okay well i did i must i did not hear the nympho thing but Mm -hmm. i must have heard like i must have heard it but didn't hear didn't register it didn't yeah. register it because i was thinking when i was making my guess that the the secret that the daughter is embarrassed about or upset about is like something like the sex education mm, tv show mm-hmm. the tv show where the the mom is a sex therapist and the 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 kid starts being a, a like a totally unqualified, right, sex, unqualified therapist sex therapist his well other students. Until the mom comes to the school and is like, "I can give proper sex therapy, but it's not regulated by the principal right. of the school." But anyway, yeah. So I think there might have I I must have heard it because I thought that there was something in this and and so I think that the daughter. Has unwittingly been introducing the mom to students. who Exactly, right? Then, yeah. And I think that that's why she's like, it's over. Because that's something you say when you break up with somebody. Yeah. It's over. Not to your mom. Like, I'm not. Like, you don't break up with your mom. Like, your mom's always your mom. Yeah. You, you just say, like, I'm never speaking to you again. Sure. Or I'm going away to America and I will never see you again. That's... That's how that works, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not. How did it's that go over when you over. told your
0: mom that you were going to America?
1: Yeah. I mean, she was like cool, yeah, cause yeah. you know, born and raised in California, right which so is in fact
0: part of America, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So I think that that's that's a side thing, though. I think that the dad, Ooh. Rex actually has killed. The Mm Polly, the psychologist, because somehow...
0: Polly insulted his dancing?
1: No, that was not my thought, is that he is seeing, or he saw her for some sort of therapy Mm -hmm. and mistakenly told her, or maybe he just trusted her because she's a therapist, supposedly, that he is going to start a new retreat center and he's going to leave Hamish's mom,
0: Oh. and his
1: retreat center is going to be about shouting.
0: It's <laughs> just shouting. He's rather than silence, he's just it's going like to shout the all,
1: whole time. All all about having your voice. Okay. And this is, and so it's going to be opposite. Like he can't live under the thumb of Hamish's mom. And
0: he just needs to just—it's all going to be about expressing your rage and getting out there and getting large and taking space. Yes. Okay.
1: And it's going to be a huge betrayal, and Polly is going to say this to Hamish's mom, like, "Well, you shouldn't be staying with this guy anyway because he's going to leave you to create a competing—you know—he doesn't like you having the power to like have you these shared retreats. He doesn't like being under your thumb or whatever and so he's going he's going to leave you and do his own thing because he doesn't feel like he has his own voice and that would be totally upsetting because he does actually love her Hmm. hamish's mom and so he's like don't you can't you can't go spreading your all the truths right like all like all the confidentiality cannot be broken can't you can't tell it was a much more
0: minor much more minor breach of trust like that she like broke confidentiality as opposed to sleeping with her patients yeah yeah
1: no i mean she could have broken all that done all that other stuff but i think it's
0: but he's just concerned about confidentiality
1: his personal confidentiality like she cannot go around telling people his secrets got it like her sex education thing fine whatever Probably illegal, probably got to go to jail, but don't go telling anybody my secret retreat dreams.
0: Yeah. And this is why he likes silent retreats, because nobody can tell secrets at that point. Right. Got it.
1: Yeah. Hey, you, thank you. All right. Then. I like that. Even okay. better.
0: There you go. All right. Well, <laughs> she may like it. Well, <laughs> We're going to watch the rest of this and find out if we're right or not.
1: I bet I'm right. <laughs> I'm totally wrong. <laughs> did a little dance on that <laughs> uh, that was a very smug oh my gosh i got it right <laughs> as it was happening <laughs>
0: i will say got the motivation wrong he, he was he was, was he was not trying to open a primal scream therapy
1: no he He's, wasn't dang it because that would have been cool yeah he had another secret though that polly knew and she was going to probably let it yes. out. He, he thought.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah. So the secret is is that not only was Claude his oh it wasn't it was what was his, his real name is Claude. His real name was Claude, not because, Rex. Not Rex. So not only was Rex H- Hamish's stepfather, he was also in fact Hamish's real father, yes. who had origi- who had killed murdered. Hamish's original mother when he found her sleeping with his brother and uh-huh. killed her by strangulation. Yes. Which Hamish who Hamish found, like when Hamish was a child, Hamish yeah, like was discovered. Four years old and
1: discovered, discovered her, her dead discovered body her dead body. And thought and he had been suppressed it all this time right. because his his adoptive mother. Sandra. Knew the story, Sandra, and was suppressing it because she was like, he needs to move forward. He needs to, he, all of his anxiety and everything, the, no need to look at the past and to remember that. And process. like, he needs to look future. Well, she regrets that. And at the end, realizes, oh, no, he needs to see his to past, past and know accepted. the past in order to accept it and move forward. Yeah. So... Thank goodness, but oh my gosh, he's been yeah. living with this for 14 years. Yes,
0: he has been living with, and it has been a fact, like he has been sleepwalking, he has been having nightmares. He did, Lily, so a couple things, my guess, not, you know what, I was right about my guess, I, he just didn't kill her. Uzema yeah. was having an affair with her. Polly yes. was using him to get back at her ex-husband, and like literally abusing him because he was probably under eighteen when this was happening. Yeah. In, in any event, he didn't kill her. He was very angry at her, though. He was like, "I didn't yes. kill her because I wanted her to suffer more. Like, he yeah. would not. He have
1: wanted been... to shame her. Yeah. And yeah, he's the
0: one who released the photo. He like so he mm-hmm. took photos of her in a very compromising position and released them online. That is, that was the big secret. Was that she was sleeping with kids, and he was the one who, yeah. Put it out there but it wasn't him he was very angry but it wasn't him and it wasn't lily lily however but it did look like it was hamish for a while
1: yes because lily got strangled and she got strangled by by hamish Hamish. who was sleepwalking and so and she was like i didn't want to tell anybody i didn't want to look bad for him
0: because she went into his room in the middle of the night to seduce him because she wanted to get back together with him but we know that he doesn't like touch he yes. doesn't like physical touch and so he freaked out and strangled her. Didn't kill her. He but I mean still I mean still perpetrated a violent act. Yeah. So but it was looking bad for Hamish for a little bit, but Frank wouldn't let it go. Frank for all of his like for all of his bluster and just wanting to take the easy way out, this was this was a Frank as a noble man episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we did see some more cold moments of cold. Where yes. D.I. Marlowe had her hair tucked into her the back of her jacket. Oh, my God. I didn't even notice. they didn't give her a scarf. And so she was just... <laughs> her hair was just warming up her neck. This
0: is just cold. <laughs> I just got to keep this warm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they showed the back of her head and her hair was all like parted and must it was definitely like not american detective (laughs) and i was like oh yeah eh, her hair is tucked into her jacket (laughs) she
0: is just trying to keep warm right now yes it was very sunny there was no rain this episode
1: yeah that's true but it was cold it was cold (laughs) it was clearly chilly
0: uh we got to see sebastian as a goth
1: oh my gosh so cute a goth teenager yes
0: yes he they needed somebody to be young enough to go snoop around the school and Find out what Polly might have known that might have gotten her killed. And so he yeah. went to school as a goth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And they figured out his actual last name because they couldn't find a birth certificate for him. Right. And then they figured out, oh, Fitzroy. Fitzroy is.
0: Hamish's. It, Hamish's actual Ham- last name. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah, it was, yeah, it, it was, that was a, that was a twist. It was, right? a, tw- it was a twist that in the little episode. He was the actual real dad. Yeah. That moment at the beginning where he's he says, something, something, son, and he's like, I'm not your son. Yeah, you're not my you're not my dad. It was very we were looking at it like a um uh, an uncle, Claudius Right. Uh like yes, exactly. Hamlet story. And so we totally ignored the fact that like he was like well, you are actually my son. You but, are actually okay. my son,
0: but fine, whatever, I'll... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because that was exactly it. Claude slash Rex was coming back into his life because he wanted to get to know his son. He wanted to yeah. have a second chance with his son.
1: Yeah, after he'd gotten out of jail. Right. And he and there is an indication that he was... They cut him off in his monologue.
0: His evil monologue His evil, evil
1: monologue at the end where he's like, yes, I was using you, Sandra, at the beginning, but... I did. And then they were like, okay, you're going to jail. You're, done. you're going to jail. <laughs> and so the intimation is that he did actually love her. Right. But we weren't going to have the chance to feel bad for him.
0: And let's face it, a two time murderer, like his yeah. promises are going to be a little
1: sus. Yeah, exactly. We had two sort of silly, you know, well, no, three, I don't know, comedy moments. Certainly the the cupcakes. When,
0: yes, when she's she's in the art class, Luella is drawing a great big huge cupcake.
1: Yeah, which so that's really our own. Besides the raisin, yes, that, the raisin. Those are the only snacks that yeah. we see. Oh, although there's constantly jokes about what they drink on this show. Really, like yeah, because Frank, you know, hates, hates Earl Grey. Hates Earl Grey. Everybody else likes sugar in their tea, and he's like, oh, if you. You know, yeah, it just needs le- to be straight black. Yeah, and and so Luella drank the mushroom tea and then thought which she Udima, was seeing berries.
0: Udimo was the one who put the mushrooms in there because he's like Hamish just needs to lighten up.
1: Yeah, Not, which is yeah difficult. That's that's a problematic that's, thing. That's when a problematic somebody excuse. Yeah. Is, I
0: know. I'm going to I'm going to drug this person because yeah. they need to loosen up. Yeah,
1: this person who is maybe neurodivergent, maybe just. Having diff, you know, it's unclear. He, and you're, so you're going to give him mushrooms like against his, like, this is not, (laughs) there was no consent.
0: (laughs) Definitely no consent here. Yes. Uh, There's also a great little bit about, so Sandra is very upset and distraught throughout this whole episode. There's one scene where they come back and question her and she has this little tincture of something that she keeps yes. she has a little <laughs> dropper and she keeps taking drops of the tincture and putting it on her tongue trying to be like I am relaxed, I'm calm, namaste I am enough, I do enough, I am enough, namaste. Yeah. And but like she's so she like takes a little drop from the tincture, puts it on her tongue, little drop, puts it on her tongue throughout this whole scene. And finally at the end of the scene she can't even take it anymore. She just like takes the whole little bottle of and just like slugs it back like a yes. shot.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they're all like Like, oh, okay, (laughs) That was hilarious. That
0: was a great little moment, yes.
1: Yeah. And I did love Luella's fairies. Like, well, can we take it home?
0: (laughs) Yes, just put it in the box.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She keeps holding it out, which, you know, makes you... To be
0: fair, to be clear, she's holding out her empty hand, looking at it, talking about the fairies. Yeah. Can she take the fairies home? Yeah. Again, tripping balls.
1: Yeah. It just makes you wonder, though, like, how much, like... Northern European people who believe in elves are just taking mushrooms
0: <laughs> or they've they've eaten a little too much of the fungus, yeah, right? Sure.
1: or in even the, all, all the the british the people peoples from like they they the all scots? believe in the no i mean all the no scots are not british <laughs> i know <laughs> that's what i'm different. saying all the people on that those islands though they believe in like little blue people they also believe in fairies yes yeah like what what's, what's happening there What's happening with Everybody that?
0: Everybody believes in fairies. Everybody and likes We to...
1: don't have that kind of thing in America. We Oh, just don't... yes,
0: we absolutely do. I mean
1: ple- people believe in fairies, but I feel like nobody's – have people seen fairies here in the U.S.? I think that's just a carryover imaginary thing that we have in the U.S. We don't actually believe in that stuff. It's That's something that happens someplace else in other – like on the – on. And other that's a hot, continents. That's a
0: hot take, her. That there are no fairies in America? Yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. That's fighting words, I think. Do you I think, think I, there
1: are fairies in America? Know, that's a, in North America? No, you make South a, America.
0: You make a good point, though. You you do make a good point. That, like, fairy, like, garden gnomes are, like, they're all a joke from, like, they're all something that exists, like, in the old country. They're not something yeah. that exists here. That's
1: what I'm We've saying. We've just got
0: snakes in the garden here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, we've well, got we hedgehogs. Like chogs, chupacabra, and
0: but the, chupacabra, not fairies.
1: No, no, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah, like there are definitely like mo- like there are definitely like monsters here and like cryptids that we like we have cryptids, yeah. but we don't have fairies. Like fairies, there is not. You're right. There's not like a little fairy, elvish folklore happening. Yeah, when in you
1: when Disney brings up fairies, it's all like in castles, you know, related to like European yeah. heritage stories of queens who are are not invited to or witches that are not invited to parties and
0: man if there's one thing if there's one thing we could teach you and like you should take away from this is that yes please invite witches to your parties
1: yes yeah that's the thing at
0: the very least they'll bring a good brew
1: right invite witches to parties yeah don't get all snooty about (laughs) your i've failed at this myself okay (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, so how many Christies do you give this one? I honestly like I like I had a hard time with these guesses. I had a hard time trying to figure out which one it could be. I think we had a great slate of characters mm-hmm. on this. Yeah. There were no there was no cahoots, which I appreciate because even mm. though there was no cahoots, there was still like there was I still didn't know. I was still up in the air for about a lot of this. So I I had to give this at least a six, I think, in my Ooh, Christie six, scale, really at least a six, if not a seven. Yeah, and I'm not saying that just because I got it wrong. Yeah. Like I said, like I had a really hard time coming up with. Like there are times where I'm very confident in my guesses even if I'm completely wrong, and that's part of my charm. But I don't I, yeah, no, I had no idea coming into this one. I so yeah, I have to give this at least a 6 if not 7 Christies.
1: Oh, my goodness, 7 even? I said at least 6 hmm. though. So, I don't know that I could go that far. I mean, I'm not trying to denigrate the plot it, I mean, it had a, t- a good twist. Yes, like the, the, father, father, the being father being the, father. the actual
0: father. That was a great twist. Yes. Yeah,
1: and that he had a a long-term plan. Mm-hmm. Like, he really had a...
0: He had a lot of time to think in prison.
1: Uh, yeah. Very slow rolls, low, low, slow burn, slow...
0: Slow burn, long-developing plan, sure.
1: Yeah. But it was really just his. And, and the thing is, this was... Okay, this was very much a greatest the grandest game in that they gave us all the clues yes like we knew or there was the line i am not your son Mm -hmm. and he is in fact and then there was also polly in front of everybody at the silent retreat saying out loud now that my dirtiest secret is out i can tell everybody everything else and she says it Right to rex doesn't right. she just about and so we could have figured something from that well yeah. like clearly she it was knows right there she knows right she there. had she
0: had the information yeah
1: and the mother doesn't want the information to come out but and she don't... doesn't
0: the mother doesn't quite know what the like the mother doesn't know that the son even knows anymore like she thinks that well i think she knows yeah. she knows because he's clearly having like nightmares and waking, I think, but like but she definitely she doesn't is trying have the connection, it. yeah, she's yeah. keeping
1: it repressed, but she doesn't know that it's connected to Rex yeah. her her husband, her now husband, or you know her always husband, and so there's that weird thing, but it's all there in front of us,, mm-hmm. whereas sometimes there yeah,
0: sometimes we don't see everything yeah, is we don't hidden, see and, it. and you just yeah. have
1: no idea. Although I mean, there is the twist of Lily. There is the dirty twist. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. There's lots of there's lots of little like red herrings and things twisting and turning and in
1: the short little episode too. Yeah, that's what I mean. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. I just don't know that I could say six. I'd say five point five. <laughs> I'm not saying it was a bad episode. They packed a lot in it there. Did. It was a
0: good episode.
1: Yeah, and there were even mushrooms and fairies and. And Sebastian dressed Sebastian up like a god. Oh, my gosh. So good. So good. He even had a little lip ring. He
0: had a lip ring. He had a no- s- nose septum piercing. He, he did.
1: Yeah. yeah. It was so. a lot. He had a lot going on. Makeup. Eye, you know.
0: Yes. He had eyeliner. eyeliner. definitely had eyeliner. Yeah. He had
1: a hat and clothes. Ugh, so good.
0: He's their secret weapon.
1: Really, he is. For sure. They're lucky to have him.
0: All right. Well, how do you plan on celebrating your second victory in a row, Jessica? I'm
1: going to go to Disneyland.
0: Editors know she's not actually going to Disneyland.
1: Yeah, I'm probably not. <laughs> how am I going to celebrate? I'm going to have some ice cream.
0: There you go. All
1: right. Will you celebrate with me?
0: I will always share ice cream with you. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing this episode with us, and we'll see you soon.
1: We'll see you next time.
0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it.
1: And now we want to hear from you.
0: Tell us your guesses, your scores, and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next.
1: Go to our website, Cluedunitpodcast.com or email us at cluedunitpodcast at gmail.com. Or
0: find us on Instagram and Facebook at Cluedunitpodcast or on Twitter at Cluedunit.
1: And if you like the podcast, please rate us and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcast to help us get the word out. And maybe you'll hear your review read on the show.
0: Want to be a Cluedunit private investigator? Leave us a few bucks at Cluedunitpodcast.com and we'll send you a personalized, official Cluedunit private investigator license.
1: Officially approved by the totally fake podcasting adjudication board in their secret headquarters in a mountain outside of Squamish.
0: We hope to hear from you soon. Because watching TV is always always better better with friends.
1: The Writers Guild in Britain is petitioning to have doctors uh, Uncancelled. Yes, that, that is 100% show's been correct. running for twenty three seasons. Twenty three seasons, and, and
0: they're wanting, and they're, they've canceled it. The, BBC right fall. canceled yeah.
1: it in favor of doing some episodes, some, some other things, prestige. Yeah, drama they're trying to create that, some
0: other prestige dramas, and people that are like costs have ballooned. So it's so
1: weird because doctors. I mean, I haven't watched any of it, but I would imagine it's like a two two set studio. With like all the costume, like how many white coats, you know, <laughs> doctor coats, coats do you, do you need? need? And you Yes, know, but
0: think of all the money they spend on detergent, Jessica. Think of all the money they spend on detergent <laughs> to keep those coats clean. <laughs>